0: Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an amazing conversation about disrupting an entire industry to achieve. Rapid growth. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Andy Mant on the mic. He is the founder and CEO of Blue Blocks, a company specializing in evidence based advanced light filtering eyewear. He started Blue Blocks after becoming dissatisfied with the quality and standards of blue light blocking glasses available, and so set about to design lenses that match the evidence in the academic literature. And today, Fire Nation will be talking about the growth strategy that worked to disrupt this industry, how Paid marketing is tricky, but Andy figured it out. Also about managing inventory for all you physical product owners out there. Super, super valuable content here. And so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Customers want more from brands. Delivering more means owning the customer experience, taking control over data acquisition, analysis, creative and delivery. Klaviyo calls this owned marketing and they believe it's the best path to growth. For more, visit klaviyo.com/fire. That's k l a v i y o.com/fire. Would you be fired up with an e commerce business generating 10K per month? Well, today's sponsor, Quantify, wants to help you get there. Quantify provides end to end e commerce training and support. And if you're accepted into their partner program, your success and revenue is guaranteed. Apply today at quantify.com. That's Q W A N T I F Y.com. Andy, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something that you believe about becoming successful that most people disagree with.
1: Incredible question. And hey, what's up to everyone listening to this? Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. And I think one of the big things that a lot of people disagree with and uh, it's very prominent in becoming a, a very successful person is sleep is the cornerstone to you know, an an amazing mind and an amazing body, and you know, with that, I think that having exceptional quality sleep um, at the correct time seasonally is the way to really invigorate the mind and body and prepare yourself for you know the elevated rapid drive to success.
0: I'm really passionate about this topic, which is one of the big reasons why you know I wanted to get you on to chat here. I mean, it's crazy with how we just went through over here in the states, daylight savings, and every time. We go through daylight savings. When people lose an hour of sleep, there are 7% more fatal accidents the next day, which is insane. And then every single time of the year, six months later, when we gain an hour of sleep, there are literally 7% fewer fatalities than normal. Like it's insane, the power of sleep. And I'm just honestly sick and tired of people being like, yeah, you know what, John? I go to bed at 10, I wake up at six, I get eight hours of sleep every night. I'm like, no, you don't. And I know you don't because I've been wearing my aura ring now for years, literally. And if I go to bed at 10 and wake up at six, I get about six, six and a half hours of sleep. I was quote unquote in bed for eight hours, but my sleep with my little wake ups in the middle and all these things was six and a half hours. So don't fool yourself, Fire Nation. And this is one thing we're going to be talking about today with the entire concept of disrupting an entire industry to achieve rapid growth, specifically in an area that can help you not just get eight hours, but get eight quality hours, which is going to change everything in your life. So Andy, let's talk about the blue blocks origin story. Take it away.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I was working um, in a nine to five job, very successful at it. I was a sales um, sort of account manager for a recruitment firm. Um, You know, I didn't, didn't hate my job, but I hated the restrictions that it put on me. And I hated the fact that I was told what to do. And it turned out that this was this was massively highlighted to me when um, the company put their managers through these, this, these one-to-one sessions to kind of upskill themselves in how to manage people. Um, so we all went to see um, psychiatrists actually, um, which is fairly taboo in Australia and the UK, as you can hear from my accent, I'm British. Um, but it was done for sort of upskilling ourselves mentally. And when I went into this this meeting, we had to do a test, um, sort of a psychometric assessment. Did it next time I came back, and they they just said, "Look, we're not going to be feeding this back to your your employer, but we don't see this kind of profile very often. And you need to start a company and become a CEO. It's it's very similar to what we've seen in the past from very successful people. And if you want to thrive, it isn't in." An environment where you're working for someone you have to be the boss you have to be driving the growth and the change and this really got me thinking um you know well what could i do i'd never really thought about doing this before and you know even though there was this, this sort of passion inside me that i didn't realize was there and i basically thought to myself right who who do i idolize in you know business and one of those people was was a gentleman called James Dyson who revolutionized an existing product which was the vacuum cleaner and made it you know better and more optimal for the user and a few months went by and you know i was i was really in a, a big health kick at that stage i was trying to get in shape for my wedding and I was in all these sort of online forums at the time and, and Facebook and people were talking about nutrition. But there was the odd time and instance that light kept popping up and the, this thing called blue light blocking glasses. And I started looking into it, bought a pair, started wearing them. And I, I just thought to myself, wow, these these are pretty decent in terms of they're improving my sleep and I feel better. I've got more energy to work out. Um, and I'm really really interested in going like deep down rabbit holes so I started doing research on on light and and I've got friends in optics labs here in in Australia um believe it or not and I found that the glasses that I was wearing weren't actually blocking in line with what the literature said I should be blocking to get the most optimal sleep I was interested in optimal I wasn't interested in you know improving my sleep a little bit I wanted the best I could get and that was when it came to the the crunch, and I, I said to the guys in in this lab, could you produce some sort of tint for these glasses that can block the exact light the literature is saying you should block after sunset to get better sleep, and we could put it in some really cool, fashionable frames, and then we can really disrupt this this market because no other glasses is is blocking in line with the literature. We tested about twenty pairs um went back and forward got this prototype ready and uh, it, it, it was absolutely amazing like literally the first couple of nights i was wearing them my sleep was off the charts i track with aura as well as you john because we're interested in being optimal and it was just staggering the results so what we did was we we made up 20 pairs and we sent them to big influencers um around the world mainly actually in the states where you are and basically just said, look, we're not looking for any endorsement or anything like that. We just want you to test them. Here's the science and rationale behind our product. Um, we believe that what you're wearing at the moment isn't optimal and you guys are optimal. So you might want to read this. And every single one of those people came back to us saying, you need to launch this as a brand. And if you do, we, we will support you.
0: Now, what exactly do you think it is that you tested 20 pairs? and mm-hmm. none of them were really doing what you wanted a pair of glasses to do as far as blocking blue light and the other things. Why is that? Like, why are people making products that aren't really living up to the standard that we kind of assume they are as consumers?
1: Yeah, fantastic question. I think it comes down to riding a trend. Okay, So blue light has been sort of trending, if you look at Google Analytics, for you know, a good sort of five years now and around about that sort of five six years ago we started seeing well, maybe four to six years ago we started seeing a pop-up of a lot of these companies that were pretty tuned into you know the data in terms of well what do what do customers want but not tuned into the science and this is where there was a big disconnect you, you saw a big influx of brands you know that if if you saw their product you couldn't distinguish it from probably another 40 brands so what they did was they went to um, places like like Alibaba um, you know you just type in blue light glasses you can order you know 300 off right. the shelf choose your frame and and out it goes um, and they've just had no regard to you know the quantum biology and and I guess the biophysics involved in, in how light kind of reacts with us at a cellular level and when you start combining that with you know the actual technology and the stylish frames that that you want to actually um you know make this product into you start standing out from the crowd so i think that's probably the main reason it's just a right let's try and capitalize on this rising trend and there's not really been any real thought about the science and can it actually help people
0: fire nation there's one thing i keep saying over and over again because it's just plain and simply the truth Become the best solution to a real problem in this world and people will beat a path to your door and they will ignore the second best solution to infinity. People want the best solution to a real problem. So if you are willing to find a niche, to find a void in the marketplace, you know, just like Andy did and become the best solution to a real problem, you are going to win. Like, please understand that to your core. Now, Andy, everybody has a Different strategy for growing their business. What's yours?
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting question and one that that blows people's mind here in Australia. But it it may be a you know your your community are pretty tuned in, so they'd probably be like, okay, well, you know, that's part of probably part of our strategy as well. Um, The initial phase of our growth was typically unpaid. So we started this company with fifteen hundred dollars, and we didn't invest a single cent we still haven't invested a single cent. We've reinvested our profits. So the the big sort of growth phase, uh, initial growth phase f- came by targeting a very niche popu- population. So we didn't want to just go, right, let's just get this product out to the masses. We wanted to test it. So we tested it on a group of, of people called biohackers. Um, again, your audience will know um, all about these types of people. They're trying to optimize their biology and their environment using specific hacks. And we knew that these guys and girls were completely optimal they weren't interested in anything else so we thought let's go in here and basically rip the blue light glasses off their faces and give them ours um, for free so we just literally went out to all the top biohackers gave them our products and um, gave them affiliate links and just said look if you're you're all tracking your sleep on aura on whoop on, on these types of devices tell us if they are improving wearing our glasses And if they are you know ditch your old ones and we'll just send you as much product as you need and just keep promoting it so that started um almost immediately and that saw some really good growth um very quickly and then when we sort of maxed out that area we were like well who who's thinking critically the masses aren't ready for this product yet um but who else in 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 different sort of niches are thinking critically and not open to just sort of general rhetoric so we went to alternative dieting. We went to carnivore. We went to um, paleo, vegan, you know, people that are really speaking out against norms and started explaining to them about light and again, gifting them product. And away we went. But the real, real big growth happened about a year into um, our adventure. And that was when we started to get in, go after paid endorsements via podcasts. So we went to, again, it was very strategic. We went to the alternative dieting, the biohacking type podcast, you know, like the, the Luke stories, the Jay Shettys of this world, the um, Melanie Avalon's, et cetera, that really were talking about, you know, different stuff, mindset. They were talking about biohacking. They're talking about health, alternative um, medicines, things like that. Um, and we were we were shocked by the, um, the cost of this. It was very, you know, it seemed very expensive, but the rate of returns was was almost instant and you almost then had your product attached and endorsed by thought leaders within uh, various um various vertical markets and you know to this day we haven't actually touched instagram influencers we 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 just thought that's not our model we need to be able to go to key strategic thought leaders that understand this kind of technology because we need to educate education was the key and still is the key fundamental to our brand we don't want people you know like you see our competitors just pick out the prettiest girl on instagram give them a pair of glasses and they're just posting saying hey i I look really cute in these go and buy them we didn't want that we wanted to stand out and say listen this is why you need this specific pair of glasses this is how light works and we found that by educating we built this fantastic community of people that basically wanted to try all of our different products they they understood that we weren't just trying to sell them something we wanted to educate and empower people and i think that that really elevated our brand status and just got people bought into our mission and us as a as, as a brand
0: there's so much value here at fire nation and one word that i want to jump on that andy just said is educating he wasn't just looking to toss a pair of shades on some good-looking dude or some good-looking lady he wanted to educate the audience to tell them, this is why you need this. This is why this is going to solve a problem that you have. This is why this is the number one solution to this specific problem in this space, in this industry, in this vertical. You need to understand what he's talking about, Fire Nation, so you can pull the same levers in your businesses and go the same routes. Now, and let's be honest, disrupting an industry is no easy feat. I mean, I know that firsthand being the first daily podcast host interviewing entrepreneurs for now 10 years in a row. How did you disrupt the blue light industry?
1: Yeah, fan- fantastic question. And, you know, something you've mentioned, uh, um, I-, I wanted to-, to interject a couple of times, but I didn't. I'm going to say it now is is the fact that when you when you educate and when you disrupt a market and you provide something to someone that is really going to solve their problems and you can back that up with some pretty big claims um, and evidence. You can charge what you want for that product. And you know we we charge 50, sixty percent more than our competitors yet we have much bigger market shares than them. We have you know tens of thousands of dollars a day in, in revenue from from this type of um, this type of product and people aren't deterred by the price because, we can justify that price. We can justify that we're made in Australia. We can justify that we've got the technology behind it, that we're made in optical laboratories, not factories. And people want quality. So, you know, never, never undercut, you know, y- y- your competition in price. That should be the last thing you should be going to. And that would be sort of a big bit of advice before I segue into Well,
0: Andy, and before you segue, here's a quote by Seth Godin that is so relevant here. Mm. The problem with the race to the bottom is that you just might win. You need to understand that fire (laughs) nation. When you're trying to race to the bottom of being the lowest priced product, guess what? You might win, and that's not a real victory because that is not a way to make a living, to make a life, to make a dent in this world. So keep on going, Andy.
1: Love it. Yeah, great analogy. That great quote, and love Seth and and all his writing. That's for sure. So in terms of um in terms of disrupting the blue light industry um you know it was to to be fair um it was it was fairly straightforward in terms of what the message needed to be so the message needed to be that well we've tested these glasses all of our competitors without naming names they don't work and here's your solution as, as to why they work um that was that was what we thought, we thought, wow, this is going to be easy. We're just literally going to go out and tell people what they're wearing is crap and, and buy ours. And, you know, that worked in the first sort of year because we were going out to the, the optimal biohackers and ultimate health, um, and wellness and, and, um, you know, alternative dieting crews. And, and they got it because all you got to do is go read this paper, see these test results for our glasses, see these test results for the glasses you're currently wearing. You choose what you want to wear. And every time they choose us. The the difficulty came with um, when, when we went through probably into our second year of of growth, we kind of maxed out, became very well known within those you know those niches that I've just described, but we wanted to then start expanding out and going out to the to the masses a little bit more, and that was more difficult because the questions then started to come in through customer service saying. Well, I can buy a $20 pair on Amazon. Why is yours so different? And the education then kind of came to, you know, the front line for us. So rather than having the the influencers um, podcast educate, um, we actually had to start doing a little bit ourselves. So what we decided to do was um, when we started branching out and we started getting a lot of these questions, so I started making YouTube videos. Um, we started writing blogs um, that would address these concerns. So we started to take that marketing sort of more in-house whereas before we were very reliant on um thought leaders putting our message out there which still continued don't get me wrong but we needed almost to you know have that sort of second war going on 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 another front uh, in order to tackle this sort of influx of people not really understanding why Our product was more expensive so we 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 beefed up the website with more justification the youtube videos went out there so if customer service questions came in you know we could send a video out just explaining to them why we had blogs out there that that helped with you know they were optimized for seo so when people were searching blue light glasses and, and ours came up they could read this blog about you know why you're wearing the wrong blue light glasses for instance started smashing it in google and you know we just wanted to make sure the message was was absolutely absolutely everywhere and you know the price thing always came out as as well when we tried to hit the masses and, and we had to justify that a lot more and it just became the the more you grow and the more you you sort of segment out of your core audience the more difficult it, it does actually become um, and you just have to make sure that you're putting content out just so much like literally daily content putting it out there um, flooding the internet with with all the, you know, good quality facts you have about your product. And yes, you're not going to see that sort of turnaround overnight, but sort of three, six, nine, twelve 12 months, the more you go and the more it compounds in terms of shares and, and the Google algorithms and things like that, the more you're actually going to um, reach in terms of the the demographic you want. And the more you're going to educate those customers from various sources of, of, of um, content as well. So I think it was keen just to, to fight the battle on, on multiple fronts and not just do what we were doing in the early days, which was rest, resting on our laurel saying, you know, uh, we, we'd give it to Luke's story or someone like that and and Jack Cruz and all they'd do is just educate people and we don't need to do anything. We actually had to start pulling our fingers out a little bit more and started to think creatively about, you know, providing the best content for these, um, these people on a very, very um, regular basis and making it Really succinct into what we were seeing coming through on that that customer service portal.
0: Fire Nation, I really hope you're understanding and it's coming through exactly how you can disrupt any industry because Andy's talking obviously about his industry right now, but this is going to apply across every vertical, every industry, across all time when you want to go in and really be disruptive. Now, we're going to be talking about paid marketing, we're going to be talking about managing inventory, we're going to be talking about some other important things as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. E-commerce is on fire and it isn't slowing down anytime soon. And I'm willing to bet you've at least considered e-commerce at one point on your entrepreneurial journey, but there's a lot that goes into it. The market research, drop ship product and supplier sourcing, website design and development, marketing automation, advertising campaign development, the list goes on. Enter quantify with Quantify's partner program you benefit from their years of experience and success quantify takes away the guesswork and your success is guaranteed if you're accepted into their partner program quantify guarantees 10k a month in revenue at minimum with quantify your success equals their success so they work tirelessly to meet and exceed your expectations how do they do this quantify provides comprehensive training and support a dedicated full-time partner success manager proven profitable and guaranteed results and so much more if you're ready to rock a real business that guarantees success and revenue, apply to become a Quantify partner today. The Quantify partner program is not for everyone. To see if you qualify, visit quantify.com and click the apply button. If you qualify, Quantify will reach out with next steps. That's q-w-a-n-t-i-f-y dot com. Are you working around the clock to build the business you always imagined? Do you want to communicate with your fast-growing list of customers in a personalized way, but also in a way that gives you time to work on the rest of your business? Do you ever wonder how companies you admire, the ones that redefine their categories, do it? Companies like Living Proof and Chubbies, they do it by building relationships with their customers from the very beginning, while also evolving in real time as their customers' needs change. These companies connect quickly with their customers, collect their information, and start creating personal experiences and offers that inspire a rapid purchase, often within minutes of uploading their customer data. Clavio empowers you to own the most important thing to any business, the relationship between you and your customers, and the experiences you deliver from the first email to the last promotion. To learn more about how Clavio helps you own your growth, visit klaviyo.com slash fire. That's klaviy dot slash fire. All right, Andy, we are back from the break. And like I mentioned right before the break, paid marketing is a tricky little beast, let's be honest. But you were able to scale your business with paid marketing, pray tell.
1: It is a tricky minefield. It really is. Um, And it's a quick way to lose money um, if you're not doing it right. So you've got to start small and you've got to sort of test that minimal viable um sort of audience with it and then if you're starting to see results then that's when you need to push forward but you know it's never as as easy as that you know like sort of on the podcast side we'll probably get a 20 percent hit rate in terms of who we want to renew with um and even out of those that we renew they're not necessarily going to do well for the long term you can max out audiences so typically the the focus that we've sort of looked at and it has done really well for us is finding people that don't necessarily have the biggest audiences but are extremely well respected within their um, category they're almost thought leaders within that category and people are tuning in to hear them not their guests so people want to go and listen to you know like the alternative dieting or the biohacking podcast because they want to know the information that the host has got they follow them because they really admire them and we found that that converts for us personally um, because it's not a one-size-fits-all we always got to apply context to these things for our product and the disruptive nature of that product and the educational content that was required we found that those types of people worked well so we had to go out and find those types of people Um, and then typically referrals worked really well. I know it's a, you know, it's probably very basic for your audience, but I think sometimes it's good to go back to basics and not try and reinvent the wheel. It's, you've been on a podcast, you've, you know you've advertised with a show it's done well okay well who else do you know who what other podcasts have you been on what um what are your what are your other brands saying that have done really well um and that way we've been led to some really cool podcasts we didn't even know existed um and you know this is this is one of the reasons why you and I got introduced um as well I, I heard about your podcast but I asked for a referral who do, who do you know that could be good and, and I got introduced to yourself so you know I think the power of the network the power of the referral is such a big thing when it comes to scaling because you're almost getting someone else's, you know, green light. I'm not going to recommend someone to you, John, if I don't think they're going to do well well by you. And, you know, the, the same is true for, for these podcasts, you know, so that worked so, so well for us.
0: So there's a lot of things you get to realize, Fire Nation, is that when you are looking to spend a dollar, you're looking to potentially, one, get a dollar back, if not more to build a relationship, which can be as valuable as dollars back in your pocket. Cause that relationship can really add a lot of things down the line. There's a ton, countless examples of how I've done this over the years, how I've spent money, maybe on a coach, a mentor, a masterminds, different things that have returned, you know, thousand X in some scenarios. Like I remember when I paid Lewis house, $12,000 to teach me how to do live webinars. And I've made millions and millions of dollars on live webinars. And yeah, I would have eventually figured it out on my own. But I mean, like, would I maybe have gotten frustrated and never done it right? Like, sometimes you got to be willing, Fire Nation, to pay to play, pay for relationships when it works, ask for referrals when it works, you know, pay to get in front of the right ear balls when it works or eyeballs when it works, like both when it works. Now, one thing that I really am curious about as somebody that has a lot of physical products myself, like, I don't know if you know this about me, Andy, but I've been releasing about a journal a year for the past four years now. I released the Freedom Journal in 16, the Mastery Journal in 17, the Podcast Journal in 18, the 108 Gold Journal in 19. And then I just actually launched my first book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success here in 2021. So like, I have a lot of physical products and I have, you know, (laughs) them on Amazon and other places. And man, inventory can be a tricky beast, just like paid marketing can be a tricky beast inventory and managing that inventory. can be a a tricky beast. I mean, the storage fees, trying to figure out that platform, optimizing it, you know, Amazon having low limits. I can only over Christmas, I can only send in like 60 journals at a time. And I was selling over 60 a day. Like it was insane. How do you manage inventory? Talk us through this process.
1: Yeah, extremely difficult. And you know, it's one of these things that we haven't saw outside investment, um, yet in our journey. And when it comes to reinvesting the funds, you, you get this chicken and egg situation. Do I spend my money on marketing, but then I don't have the product or do I spend my money on the product and then have no money to market? So it's a very difficult minefield to negotiate. But if you don't have if you have investment, it's, it's typically not too much of a problem. You buy the product and you pay for the marketing and the way you go and that will serve you well for a period of time until we need more investment, and the cycle continues. The way we did it was slightly different because we didn't want that outside funding. We wanted to do it ourselves. Um, so we just when we started setting up our suppliers, we wanted to arrange payment terms. So we had to we had to first of all rely on ourselves to be able to sell, which we knew we would be able to do this. But we didn't want to spend all this money on you know ten thousands of dollars in the in the start on on product, only for it to sit in our, you know, in our back room, in our garages, et cetera. Um, So what we did was we negotiated payment terms. We said, we want um, 30 day payment terms from the end of the month. And we will, we we will basically go from there. And, you know, we gave them this business plan of like, we're going to be, you know, eight figures within three years, which we, which we hit. Um, And, you know, it's going to be well worth your while to extend this credit to us. Now, when we, they agreed to do that. And then we used that to leverage that with our other suppliers. We just said, basically, but we need these payment terms. And every single one of them and said, yeah, no problem. We can we can do that. So what we initially did when we launched um, Blue Blocks was we decided to pre-sell. So we put up that, you know, you could buy the product, you could buy the glasses, but they would take four to five days to um, to create um, because they were this special product. Everything had to be like artisan handmade um not mass produced and that was our selling point so we almost had no outlay whatsoever so we would get the money in from the customer. The customer would understand that their product had to be made. The lab would make the product, send it to us. We would package that product, send it off. And then we wouldn't be invoiced for, you know, between sort of 30 and 60 days, which was absolutely amazing for cash flow. You've still got to obviously manage that, that cash flow. Then you just scale like, like we've scaled the marketing. We just scaled that. And then eventually we we took down the wall of pre-order and we thought, well, we've we've raised enough money now where we can stock, say, five of each pair of our glasses. And then, you know, Monday went on we went 10 for each 20 30 and so on and we built it that way strategically but you've also got to bear in mind that if you're going out to um do a lot of marketing you've really got to forecast what you think you're going to make from that marketing because the worst thing you can do is spend you know 50 grand on marketing and only have 30 grand's worth of product to sell you know that can be really detrimental
0: so many things here fire nation i want you to realize is that people Are looking to do business. Like, don't think that people don't want to do business. I mean, when you are willing to work with them, when you're willing to give them different opportunities, different compromises, you know, just put yourself out there. I mean, you're looking to do business. They're looking to do business. That's why we're here as entrepreneurs. We're businessmen. We're business women looking to do business. So get inventive. Make things happen that work. And if you're not able to work with a certain somebody, go to somebody else. Like, there's opportunities and options that are out there. So all tons of great advice. And I want to ends with a bang Andy before we do our final recap here and just talk about why why is light management so important for everybody in my audience fire nation talk to us about the specifics
1: yeah absolutely it's energy and mindset two things that are uh, fundamental to success okay so in terms of energy, what would what how would you feel if you went out on a you know a, a big night out? Maybe didn't drink, but you didn't get in till two a.m. in the morning. You had five hours sleep. You woke up and had to go and do work. You would be shattered. You might be able to do it once or twice, but if you continued to do that over time your productivity would um, reduce your motivation your output would reduce sleep is so important for that sort of rest recovery restoration and you're going to need that output that energy to be able to drive your successes your manifestations so it's it's super important to get that deep restorative REM sleep another reason as well is that when you go into really deep sleep and this REM cycle sleep which is good quality sleep you're actually helping your mind recover as well. and from that mindset standpoint you are going to have this really clear focused mind. Um, you know that's the key word here focused whereas when you're having poor quality sleep you're going to basically feel you know like brain foggy, you're gonna you know lack clarity and direction. So it's super important for the entrepreneur out there to really have good optimal sleep in order to have the energy, the mindset and the drive to create the successful business that they're striving to do.
0: So much value here, Fire Nation. I want to go back to what Andy said at the very beginning. Energy plus mindset. That's what you want in this world because that equals fire. And that's what you're here for. Waking up on fire, crushing it. So Andy, of everything that we talked about here today, what is the one key takeaway? What's the one thing you really want to make sure Fire Nation gets from everything that we talked about Give us an amazing call to action. I know you have something special for Fire Nation, which I know that I actually have something special coming my way as well, which is pretty cool. And then we'll say goodbye.
1: I think the biggest one is sleep. You've got to optimize your sleep. You really do. And I think that if you start optimizing that, you're going to have just, you know, that you're going to be going to the moon with with whatever your business idea is. And, you know, at the end of the day, there's easy ways to do that. And blue light blocking glasses that are backed by science and evidence are such an easy hack and you're seeing so many entrepreneurs wearing these now like really successful run ones like you know Russell Brunson wears them and um, you know you're looking at Rangan Chatterty huge huge doctor in the UK um, Jay Shetty is aware of blue blocks as well you know huge huge people that are really driven and successful and they are focusing on their sleep Tom Bilu, another one that wears blue blocks they, they literally swear by this product in terms of maximizing their sleep and giving them that increased energy and drive to be able to succeed.
0: And how can Fire Nation find out more about you? Any call to action you have? Anything you want to say?
1: Yeah, I think the best place to start is is really the the blog on the website. So um, blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. Check out the blog. Lots of great information on there. You can also contact us through the, the contact page on that website. Um, and yeah, just ask us some questions, ask us anything you'd you'd like to know. We, we, we'll be able to sit there and, and answer those for you and give you advice on what you need to do to tidy up your light hygiene.
0: Fire nation. I wear blue blocks every single evening. And I mean, every single evening down in my entertainment room, I literally have this little table and that's where I have my evening supplements. I have my little electric clicker that controls our lights in the room. I have the remote control and then I have my blue blocks right there. And if I'm even going to look at any screen after 7 p.m., any screen, whether it be a TV, whether it be my phone, whether it be my desktop computer, any screen, I am looking at it through blue blocks glasses because I am not going to spike my cortisol late at night. I am not going to let blue light get into my eyeballs so my eyeballs think that it's still daytime out. No, I am going to make sure that I protect my eyes past 7 p.m. That's my cutoff because that's about when it gets dark here in Puerto Rico. So when it gets dark for me, that's when the blue blocks go on and they don't go off until I'm literally taking them off, putting them on my bedside table and falling asleep. And it will change your life. If any of you that are out there like me use like an aura ring or any kind of sleep tracking, um, I will highly recommend, highly doing a before and after. Give it a couple of weeks, to let your body adjust, and you will see more deep sleep, more REM sleep, more light sleep, more of all the sleep because it just works. So, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with A.M. and J.L.D. today. So keep up the heat. I mean, Andy, did you purposely? Have your initials be AM, like AM, PM. That's pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> head, oh, over. Yeah. Absol- absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> head over. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> head over yeah. to eofire.com. Type Andy in the search bar. The show notes page will pop up with everything that we talked about today. Best show notes in the biz. And one more time, Andy, where can Fire Nation go to learn more about Blue Blocks?
1: Just head to blueblocks.com. So B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and you'll find everything you need there.
0: B l u b l o x dot Com. Make it happen. Of course, when you chat with people on the website, when you're asking questions, let them know where you came from. You came from Entrepreneurs on Fire. You're part of Fire Nation. You're awesome. Let them know. Oh, and by the way, if you use promo code FIRE at checkout, you're going to get 20% off. Use code FIRE at checkout, Fire Nation, and you will get 20% off your Blue Blocks, and we can be Blue Blocks twinsies promo code FIRE. Andy, thank you for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value with FIRE Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Andy and successful entrepreneurs. They accomplish big goals. That's why I created the Freedom Journal to guide you in accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days, and we're talking step-by-step. Visit thefreedomjournal.com, use promo code podcast for a $15 discount, and thank you for listening to my podcast. And I'll thank you, oh no, I won't thank you. I'll catch you there, (laughs) or I'll catch you on the flip side. Customers want more from brands. Delivering more means owning the customer experience, taking control over data acquisition, analysis, creative and delivery. Klaviyo calls this owned marketing and they believe it's the best path to growth. For more, visit klaviyo.com/fire. That's k l a v i y o.com/fire. Would you be fired up with an e-commerce business generating 10k per month? Well, today's sponsor, Quantify, wants to help you get there. Quantify provides end-to-end e-commerce training and support. And if you're accepted into their Partner Program, your success and revenue is guaranteed. Apply today at Quantify.com. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y dot com.